Okay, welcome. And uh, this week I'm talking to a, a long-term friend and colleague, Christopher Sewell, who's the CEO of Gaia Partnership, the creators of the CO2 counter. Hi, Chris. Hi, Darren. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I've been wanting to do this for a while, actually, because, uh, you know, I think it was, geez, Chris, it would be, what, eight years ago you started talking about sustainability, um, and especially sustainability in business and then in marketing. Uh, can you sort of tell me or explain to me again exactly what you mean by sustainability? Well, in the context of when we started talking about this is when I first met you and it was around measurement. We're trying to put this measurement and matrix around how to make marketing better. And the one that seemed to be missing was um, what we're doing about sustainability in the marketing field. Lots of uh, green... Uh, products out there and lots of green um, advertising going on but there was actually no metric that said that this was actually a, a well-produced green product or a sustainable product so that was the challenge that we actually had when yeah. we first started on this. That's right because at the time you know there was a lot of uh, discussion and con conversation in the media you know I think we we're leading up to uh, COP Copenhagen uh, wasn't it? It was about. It was, a, it was around about that time, and in, in, in Australia, there was a lot of interest in the environment. It was a bipartisan agreement that there was something was going to happen. Everyone was aligned, so all the businesses got aligned as well because there was going to be some policy policy coming into the, the marketplace which would force change. So everyone was getting on board. So it was a good time. Yeah, and I remember, you know, because there was a conversation we had that time about greenwashing. You know, it had almost got to the point where, you know, everyone was wanting to be environmentally responsible up uh, to the point that uh, people were even being, yeah, the cynicism had crept in about people deliberately greenwashing in their, uh, what they were saying about their products, environmental sustainability, um, to the point that people were calling on them, right? Yeah, there was, there was a shortcut to actually become a green company, which was to do some spiralist measurement around what your emissions were, and then to offset them for some uh, penny dreadful uh, company out, out who knows where. And then buy a put, few put offsets. The, yeah, yeah, buy a few offsets and put the uh, green banner out and then uh, claim to be environmentally friendly. But, uh, but that's, that's not, not sustainability. That's not sustainability. Sustainability is having something built into your policy, the way you run your business, and it should go the whole way through the business, not just the marketing part of what you actually do, saying you're green without really meaning it. Or um, the sales area, you know, yeah. we're the green choice, we're the green choice. Yeah, I, I think the encouraging thing, even without any uh, guidance from... Uh, the political parties in this country has been that businesses have now starting to embed and join the sustainability reporting with their financial reporting. So we don't have these two separate documents. Now, we need to do something sustainability. No, it's becoming with companies actually understand this space. They're actually getting it together and putting it as part of their business, not something that they need to do. So even with the political environment changing, especially in Australia, mm -hmm. it's become part of the triple bottom line that they talk about. You know, the idea of financial bottom line, social response, corporate responsibility and sustainability are part of that triple bottom line. Yeah, but it, the, say, as I say, the good thing is it's actually being joined. They're talking about it in the same in the same language in the same time. They don't try and separate the two. Um, and what you see now, things like the Dow Jones Sustainability Index, you find in all the top companies, you know, that are listed companies out there actually in that and trying to do this stuff properly as well. 
and, and, and are looking for reporting and they're trying to do that throughout the business, not just in their products and services, but also the way they go and market as well, which is the area that we, we started looking at. How, when you go to market, how can you be as targeted and therefore as green, which means sustainable as possible? Yeah, because there has been that shift, hasn't there? Yeah, um, the, uh, it was all about carbon. Mm-hmm. Now it's all about sustainability. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because carbon's only a very small part of the measure of sustainability, isn't it? It is. Yeah, sustainability is. In, there's a there's a lot of academic arguments about what sustainability is. A sustainable development is the one that comes up all the time, but uh, that normally gets confused with economic sustainability. Therefore, you know, we'll make money for a long term. That's not what we're talking about here. It's actually how to build a green product and service for the long term so you're here in 25 years and a way about where you go about that not just in your own business but with the people you choose to do business with in your supply chain. I um, I remember my mother who was very involved in girl guiding she brought up this concept of sustainability for me in the 70s right and I remember she always said to me you know whenever you'd go camping she said, sustainability is when you walk away from the site, the next person that comes in finds it better, in a better place than when you you arrived there. She be- said that that's for her was sustainability well before any of this conversation. What do you think of that? That's exactly what it is. It's And the, I think the term they were using... Uh, recycle was actually the term that was used so as long as you disposed of it and it actually got made into something else you know but uh, it shouldn't be a cradle to grave it should now the term is cradle to cradle it needs to actually come back into to be a usable product again and again that will be the big change and businesses are looking at at the moment you know taking the product back you see a lot of that coming out of europe we don't hear about a lot of it in this country mm. again that's part of marketing how do you how do you make these products taken to marketing that you can actually bring back again yeah because a lot of marketers though seem to be uh, suspicious of the, or, or confused maybe of the role of sustainability in marketing itself i mean in business when you know someone's manufacturing or delivering something that, that it's quite tangible what do you think the roles are for marketers in in you know being part of a sustainable organisation? Well, they've got to, if there's a policy in place, they normally have to reflect that with the way they communicate. But the more important thing is when they take those products and services to market, they do that in a in what let's call it again a sustainable way. Mm-hmm. So that's understanding what impact you're having in the environment when you talk to your potential customers. So that the easy way out of that was let's put it on recycled paper. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, you know, it's now let's go digital. Now, there are very well and easy things to do, and you can maybe tick the box that you're being more sustainable than you were five years ago, but you've not actually benchmarked where you were. You've not really got a, uh, a path to where you actually want to go to a lower carbon future in the way you communicate. You need to understand what they are. And, and again, it's, has it has always been in marketing. It's about targeting. It's about reducing waste. Is exactly the same language, but it's actually overlaying that with how sustainable can we be? How can we actually reduce the impact of getting to those customers? So that's an interesting concept because people, in my experience, are inclined to think of sustainability or you know environmentally sound or friendly is requiring to do a huge additional investment to actually meet the objectives. But what I'm getting in what you're saying is that 
measuring sustainability actually goes to the very heart of reducing waste, which has to be about also reducing cost, wouldn't it? it it's, they go hand in hand. They really do. So if you actually, again, with advertising, we target better, you'll get to your customer easy. You don't have to spend so much money. But if you target better, you know, you also get a better a sustainable outcome. You get, you know, if we take the carbon example, there's less carbon emissions will go in. If you don't do mass letterbox drops when actually something can go out in a lot more uh, efficient manner, or mass uh, uh, display ads on digital, or mass. I mean, electricity in this country is uh, still a heavy carbon impacting um, a resource, yeah, isn't and, it? Yeah, and until you actually understand what the impact was for what you're doing, there's a there's a great story um, we did um, a few years ago for a, a large uh, brewery, mm-hmm. and they had a green beer. And what they were trying to do was... What, literally green? Like um, no, I don't think it was. Uh, St. Patrick's Day like... <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a St. Patrick's Day. Oh, they, were right, actually, okay. they were saying this is a, a carbon-neutral beer, so therefore right. they felt it was also necessary to understand when they advertised this to sell lots of this product that they were as green as possible. And one of the things they decided to do was build this great big outdoor displays um, and put plants up them. And then have the, the lock message up the carbon to lock to lock up the carbon, and also you know to attract things. And these are on a couple of major highways, and they moved around the country. These things were great, and they looked really green. The problem was when the lights went down at night time, they put these great big floodlights on it. So there was this massive carbon footprint from these huge floodlights that sucking up the grid was obviously a gener- from the power generation that were actually causing this. But until we actually did some measurement and said. You should understand it. They went, oh, oh yeah. No one realised. They actually yeah. bothered to actually look at it. They were looking at the communication and how it would be viewed, not the actual, uh, the, the way it was actually measured and understood at that front end. So in your work with organisations, you're obviously seeing a lot of corporations, for instance, building this as part of the way they do business, right? Yeah, at, at the moment, you know, where we are is... People need to understand where they are is the first mm-hmm. thing. To actually build a path, because yeah, we've still got to run the they've still got to run the business to sell their products and services. But the starting point is is to understand where they are and then identify places over a period of time where they can actually reduce that impact they're actually having without being uh, disrupting their business. Mm-hmm. So a lot of companies are doing that. A lot of global companies are doing that. We're seeing that come across from global companies with no guidance necessarily from. Um, the government at all in in most cases. There's not much legislation around, there is no legislation in this country around that you need to measure, understand and reduce your carbon. Mm. That went out of the, you know. So if I was a marketer in one of these organisations, they clearly have a uh, strategy or uh, commitment to sustainability and uh, so what would you suggest would be the best way forward for me as a marketer? Because I can imagine a lot of marketers sitting there going, uh, another thing I have to do. Exactly. But if there's a policy and they're actually promoting the policy and, and reflecting um, the way the brand's positioned when they actually go out to market, there's a bit of a corporate risk there. You know, with you know, with social media and the way things are communicated, uh, um, someone can call them out if they're actually not doing the right th- They're saying they're doing the right thing but not doing it. So to have an understanding of it, there might be nothing they can do. They might be doing a fantastic job with how they go to market. But if you don't understand it, you, you don't know. It's guesswork at the moment. As I say, recycled paper isn't the answer. 
there's actually a lot, lot more to it. But the first thing they should, well, the uh, enlightened companies are actually looking at what they're doing, measuring it, understand it, and say, having a path to a, a, a lower carbon future and a more sustainable future. Because it's very different in Europe, isn't it, compared to, for instance, Australia. I mean, I, I read recently uh, Copenhagen, oh, Denmark is now producing 140% of their electricity needs through renewable sources. And they're actually exporting renewable energy to the other Scandinavian and, and Nordic countries. Whereas here uh, we have a, a government that says, you know, that coal is the future. Yeah, coal is the future. It's to save, you know, it's going to save the poor. It's, it's, it, and you see vested interest. It's actually a major export of this country. So can understand that rhetoric. Completely disagree with it, but do understand where they're coming from. Um, yeah, but that's the leadership and the guidance we're getting at the moment. But as I say, you find any international company that's doing business here is just ploughing on regardless. Yeah. There will be some legislation all come in. It won't affect advertisers on day one. It's going to affect the, the big businesses, but it actually will trickle down as time goes on. The idea here is to be prepared. So start understanding where you are and then plot out where you want to get to. It will take time. Now, it, and it does take time because in your previous life, and I call it a previous life, even though it's this life. I'm so young, yeah. Darren. Huh? You, you were very much involved in, in print and print production. You know, you've moved, you know, you're now working across all aspects of business. But in the print world is an example of an, an industry that got very smart, didn't they, about learning to be more sustainable. Yeah, there's quite a few and things. beyond just recycled paper. Yeah, beyond yeah. recycled paper, you know, there's some there's some good printers out there who are surviving. There's a lot who, who haven't. And that was about, again, it, it's back to what we, we mentioned earlier. It, it's about um, being more efficient in their operations. The ones that are still there have actually, you know, kept their equipment up to date, made sure they've got the actual premises working as efficiently, put LED lights in, did everything they can to ensure that... Reduce paper wastage. Wastage. Yeah. So therefore, you know, shorter, uh, less run-ons, actually, uh, less time to actually get the, you know, the, the job up to speed and actually looking right. Mm -hmm. Lots of things. Investing in software technology allowed all that to happen, so it's not hours spent on the press looking by eye to see that that's the right colour. Yeah. Trust the maths on this stuff and get it up and running quicker. So they're doing, you know, there's a lot of printers doing a really good job, but to say the, the marketers and a lot of, for a, a lot of marketers take the easy way out and try not to print, where a print is still, you know, a really good communication tool if used correctly. Yeah. And can be a very sustainable tool if you select appropriate. Yeah, it's the same as um, we laid our wheat bix for breakfast. That actually grows in the ground. We cut it down. We make wheat bix, and then we grow some more. Same with plantation timber. Yep. We cut it down. It will grow again if we do it in the, in the appropriate manner. So there's nothing wrong with actually trees as used as a crop if one views it that way. Mm. But again, not for mass market letterbox drops that um, end up straight in the recycle bin and come back round and see it. See <laughs> <laughs> so um, what, uh, as far as approaching that measurement process, because as you said earlier, you need to know where you are now. That's correct. Yeah. So that you can then look at yeah. what moving forward. From a marketer's point of view, what's the best way for them to start looking at where they are now in regards to sustainable marketing. 
It's to look at all the channels that are actually looking at, you know, with their yearly plan, where are we going to go, the recommendations from their media company and from their agency of, of what uh, what the plan is for that year, take that plan and uh, uh, run the numbers on it. That will actually give you a, a really good indication of um, where you're actually sitting today. And then, say, simple advice, the, the, the story I told earlier about the um, floodlight, floodlights, um, the change they made to that, they actually put a solar panels. On, yeah. the, on the outdoor side, I think very simple. Simple, that you solved the problem, but they didn't realise there was a problem in that case. So there's some simple things you can do. Again, they're not necessarily expensive. It gets back to targeting, but first of all, you've got to understand. Mm. And and what about then, as far as what are the areas that are the biggest opportunity for disruption? You know, where are the key areas um, are, you know, that you should be looking at once you understand where you are now? I mean, I, I sit there and think from a, a marketer's perspective, you know, there's media, there's digital, there's uh, production, there's all these different moving parts, you know. Do you look at everything at once? Do you have to look at it holistically? Can you pick off key areas? Um, there, there's some, again, you should look at everything because just because you put it online, if you're actually being wasteful there and doing hundreds of thousands of views that, you know, don't necessarily get looked at, that's got a footprint because there's some massive server farms driving that data. So that's not the answer to put it online. There are some basic things, uh, you know, which are in the print in the print media, so the way we actually newspapers, magazines, uh, commercial printing, there's some actually some savings that can be made there from a carbon point of view straight away. So just to understand and actually work better, we're doing a lot of work in the moment on uh, that whole uh, transition away from prints. But I always make the point: it's got to be done in a timely manner. You're not leaping across, but again, but understand where you're going. Don't just start getting wasteful in the digital world. Don't mm. replace, no, doing good work in print that's actually a high quality and valued um, uh, leave behind for someone and put something that's not going anywhere in the digital world. Do it in an, in an organised fashion and you can definitely get some savings. Yeah, because waste is waste. Waste is it? waste, yeah. doesn't matter whether yeah. you're wasting it in a print form or, no. or electronic. It does seem to be, though, in the biggest opportunities to me are in the manufacturing part of marketing. Okay, and what I mean by that is... It's where a marketing strategy starts to come to fruition, you know, to fulfilment is, is where the biggest opportunity. I mean, in some ways, sustainable strategy development, sustainable uh, ideation, it re yeah, isn't the biggest impact where we start manufacturing things? Uh, yes, it is. And it needs everybody in that process to understand what the end game is on this. So yeah. again, understanding that. So yeah, when we say manufacturing, when we're, when we're in the marketing world, we're producing something normally. We're mm. shooting a TV commercial or we're, we're printing a product. Those or creating a website. Or creating or a website or putting things to, or into a warehouse as opposed to printing them on demand. It's, yeah. it's those sort of things, which are, you know, they're good business practices as well as being good sustainable practices as well. Mm. So they're the place to actually look at first. But to say, you've got to have a vision of what you're doing. If, if you know everything you're doing, you can then start looking at We've also come across marketers that not necessarily understand what's going on in, in a siloed organisation. There could be stuff going on they don't even know. So it's getting a view into that, then benchmarking it, and then working with everybody to improve it, not just internally, but also those uh, valued partners you've got in that supply chain, be it printers, be it TV producers, be it whatever, whatever area it is. Yeah, that is, that's the point, isn't it? Because it has so many fingers yeah. 
it reaches out into so many different areas. I remember um, that uh, at the time that we first started talking, there was a whole lot of uh, TV production people that had this thing about uh, they added a, I think it was 1.5% to every budget because they'd worked out that that was enough to offset with carbon so, credits. I think it was called the Roselle Protocol or something. That's and again, it, Rose, well, yeah. yeah, and that was a, a way of uh, shooting a green commercial. But again, it's back to that. All we've done is offset. Therefore, the market has paid a, a fee for offsetting. That wouldn't a better thing to do to really understand everything that's going on in the production of that TV commercial and work with um, those producers of the commercial to actually reduce the footprint. It's a bit like airlines saying for a few extra dollars you can offset your flight, whereas isn't it better for the airlines and the aircraft manufacturers to come up with more efficient ways of actually achieving the same thing? Exactly right, yeah. So rather than, you know, when we talk about sustainability, you're not talking about offsetting. We're not talking about offsetting at all, no. We're talking about understanding and working to reduce it. And waste reduction. It is, and again, targeting and waste reduction. They're the mm. two ends. Which is something that everyone talks about, but not in the terms of sustainability. No, they don't, no. It's a, some sort of disconnect that, you know, because to be honest, you know, the, every time I have this conversation around sustainable marketing, I get this reaction like, oh, it's recycling, it's see, you know, carbon offsets, it's things like... People, I think, are having trouble understanding the deeper... Uh, benefits of being a sustainable business and a sustainable marketing department. Yeah, most people don't get it. So it is an education. I spend so much of my time actually talking to people who understand the level of knowledge they've got there and giving them advice and the best way to approach this. So it, it's not easy and it can be very complex and if done incorrectly, it can be very expensive. There's some great consultants who come in and uh, charge you lots of money to tell you something that you can't actually do anything with. Mm. The whole life cycle uh, assessment work to offset is you know, what's that achieved? I said green flag outside the building hasn't done anything to improve the business process. Yeah, And that's what we're actually engaging to do is to get people to understand and then reduce where we can. So what are the three sorts of reasons that a marketer should be looking at sustainability? I think it's corporate risk. Yep. The second one would be it's actually running a more efficient business. Therefore, yep. again, from a marketing, so it's just not the manufacturer of the goods. It's actually the way you take those goods to market is definitely one. Um, also, there's a, there's a big one. You see all these um, five, six-style green buildings. The reason they're being built and going for a premium is because uh, they're attracting uh, uh, employees. People actually want to go and work in those buildings, and they're more productive. Uh, more productivity from those people when they start. So therefore, it's not, it's actually attracting right people inside your business as well. So if you're see, not just seen to be, they can see concrete evidence that you care about this stuff, yeah. you'll attract more people to your business. That, that's a really interesting area because it gives you a differentiation. Very if, much so, yeah. Because yeah, everyone could do this. Yeah. But if you do do it, then it immediately sets you apart from everyone else. That's right. So you could have a you know, market difference in those there's various industries with not a lot of work's going on. So to become a market leader would be you know, a, a very good differentiation. Um, it could just be a bit of added value for your product, but if you're in a tender situation, that could be a major plus for you if, it, if it's line ball and you're actually sitting there in what is clearly a green um, 
environment with mm. actually a, a green uh, business proposition. Well, people, yeah, employees, shareholders, uh, and and your customers all want to be part of something that is actually better than what it was. Yeah, and you start looking at the statistics now. Um, all the some of the research is coming out in this country, it's moved again, moving up to Paris. Uh, it's the uh, beginning of December this year, which is right. the United Nations uh, Climate um, Convention Summit. Yeah, yeah, that's coming up. Um, you see the movement in the media everywhere. You even see it in some of those um, strange uh, News Limited newspapers. We're, <laughs> we're, actually, we're actually seeing that they're talking about the environment, not just from a negative point of view. So people have changed again where you know when we had this strange thing called a carbon tax it was the other way but it's actually come back again so people do actually care it might be a bit passive at the moment but they are the customers you're talking but there's to. a groundswell very of much support a groundswell. very much for yeah. companies and organizations yeah. that are taking steps to reduce the impact they have on the environment that's exactly right and they do they are doing it they're just not telling anybody well, the ones that are doing it are not necessarily telling everybody but it's say the big international companies are doing it and um, they need to do more. So, you know, sort of as a way of summing up, sustainability is not using recycled paper. It is not putting your aluminium cans into a separate container. It is not paying a premium for a whole lot of carbon offsets or any of those things. It's actually much more holistic in actually bringing about reduced waste. That's exactly right. And once you to know where you are today, and planning for the future. And it's not next Monday will be green or more sustainable. Will it actually be how we plot a really sensible, sustainable path into the future? So, um, green, sustainable. There's so many CO2. terms, yeah. What do you use? What do you use? Sustainability? It's, it's sustainability, yeah. But again, there's, um, it, it's been uh, hijacked a bit. I think sustainable developing is the classic one. Uh, well, that's what I've econo- it's, econo- it's, an eco- it's economic. It should be, uh, yeah, it, it's not. Yeah, but, uh, it's been hijacked a bit. So um, there's many terms and there's uh, many papers floating around that actually explain and go into depth about this subject. It's a whole other conversation, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Chris. That's been uh, very enlightening. Um, uh, I guess the next thing is for us to uh, find some uh, marketers that really want to embrace this. That would be good, yeah. And it's not a, it's not to start with to understand it's not an expensive exercise, but it's a, it's definitely a, some value down the track. I guess it's not going to be a mining company, though. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs>